it's all about your perspective. All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome to Purpose, Passion, and Coffee. Back again with Jay Money. How you doing today, man? Hey, I am doing a lot better than I was a couple weeks ago. I know it's it's been a minute uh, since I've been on here, but uh, between traveling, I ended up with something crazy. I ended up uh, with salmonella and typhoid fever. So uh, taking us back to you know the early 1900s with that typhoid, there we it, was, go. it was pretty crazy. I know. So. We didn't have enough history in itself, so you had to remind us of that, man, getting that back. So <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. right. So I'm, 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 a, I'm about 20 pounds lighter and um, my energy levels are finally starting to come back up. So I'm uh, glad to be back on. Yeah, no, I'm super happy for you to be back on. And maybe with uh, you losing 20 pounds, we can finally enter that good boxing match. We can make weight and then uh, we can see how that goes. So, <laughs> but, Yes, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, super excited because last time we talked about we we're going to get to do this like uh, interview process and three-part thing that we, me and you kind of wanted to go through to help out, you know, anyone kind of in high school, college, or really just, I mean, job application, finding career stuff is kind of like a just a lifelong process, right? So I think it's never, it's never outdated based on your age. Um, so I kind of want to get into this, um, of like going into an interview, it, it's always talked about some people hate it. Some people love it. Some people are like, man, I can't wait for it. Um, maybe like the mindset behind inter- getting interviewed. Cause like, what if it's like maybe just a Chick-fil-A job or it's like your dream job, anyone can relate with it. Because if you do have a career at some point, you had to go through an interview. Um, that's just the name of the game. Um, and so I want to kind of ask you questions, like looking as an employer, business owner, um, and you just being older and kind of seeing things around, um, like this life and in this generation is like, what are you looking for when you're going to hire someone? Um, what, what is the mindset? I mean, what's the posture? What are some key things? Like what stands out? So like when someone comes up, especially if like there's a thousand people applying for a job, you're like more than likely guaranteed that spot because you had all the right things to say, um, you, you had the right mindset, stuff like that. And so obviously the, the first step is just like the prep work of like interview. So like what to do before, because I feel like everyone will like talk about how to deliver in the interview, but like a lot with how to deliver, like saying like a basketball game or a baseball game, like for you, baseball, for me, swimming was like the prep work we did before the game. Like, yeah, we can perform like amazing during that game, but there's only so much that we can do if we didn't lay down the prep work in order to get to that game that we had. So like, what are some, like, what's the mindset behind an interview if you're going for that job? Or like, what are some things people should really like, you know, write down or, or start to apply before getting that interview? Yeah, that's a really good question. So I would say um, like <laughs> your prep work starts now. So whether or not you actually have an interview um, or you have applied for a job, like your prep work starts now. What I mean by that is, um, don't just wait for an opportunity to present itself uh, to begin working on you. Um, that's one thing that I feel like a lot of um, younger people make the mistake of is, is they wait for an opportunity to present itself to start preparing for it. And by that time, it's too late. And so what are some things you can do now that can improve your mindset? What are things you can do now that can improve your business um, knowledge or your business IQ? What are some things you can start doing now that can improve your leadership? Or what are some things you can start doing now that can improve your, you know, self-leadership? So there, there are all kinds of things you can do as far as prep work goes. And that, that particular point is what I believe probably the most important thing is before you go into an interview is start working on you right now. 
The second thing I would say to do um, in prep work, uh, once you do have the opportunity, if you've been um, investing into yourself and really, really growing in um, in your knowledge and your your leadership, et cetera, um, is once you have that opportunity presented presented to you, when you before you go into that interview, um, you're you're not only being interviewed, but you're also interviewing the opportunity. You're checking to see if this is going to fit me and what I want to to pursue or what I want to have happen in my life. If you look at a job as just a stepping stone, or if you look at a opportunity as um, basically just another opportunity to allow there to be another door opened, um, you're probably not going to be going into the interview with the right mindset. You're not going to be going into the career uh, with the right mindset if you end up landing the job. So you should be going into it like this is something that you're going to end up doing for a while, for a long time. Then if an opportunity presents itself in two years, three years, five years, that fits more of what your purpose is or your passion is, <clears throat> then shoot, by all means, take it. But if you if you go in with the wrong mindset, um, you're going to lose out on a lot of opportunities and teaching points within that job that would prepare you even more so for that opportunity down the line. So really important that um, as you begin to prepare uh, for the interview, you look up the, the company, you look up who uh, is going to be interviewing you if you know who that who that person is going to be, um, and you come with questions prepared. One of the most frustrating things being on the other side of the table as you know an employer, and uh, you just took out thirty or forty minutes of your own time uh, in the middle of your day to interview somebody. You're a candidate for a job. And they walk in um, and they have zero questions prepared. That's an immediate for me, like red flag, like, okay, this person probably is not, not going to be a good fit. Yeah. And why is that? Because I think sometimes maybe the person like um, that's going to be interviewed, um, you know, prepare stuff, but at the same time, like they they don't have any questions. They might be thinking like, well, I don't want to like overstep. Right. I think it's one of the times like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to like ask a wrong question or I don't want to be the one talking like they should be the one talking. So I don't want to maybe feel arrogant or too cocky if I'm asking questions or too stuck up. Mm-hmm. Would you go ahead and like dismiss that maybe elephant in the room of like asking questions and why you why it's so important? Yes. Yeah, I would. That is a, a definitely a false narrative um, that somebody is believing uh, for me as an employer. Again, if I spend time out of my day and I'm asking them questions and I'm getting to know them and they have no questions for me to get to know me, um, to me, that means that they they don't really care about the position. Um, and so the more questions that you have, the more inquisitive you are about the role, about the position, about what it looks like, about um, even the interviewer ask them what their story is, ask mm. them how they got into, into the career. The more that you express interest in the person uh, that's interviewing you, one is it, it builds a common connection between you and that interviewer. Two, um, it shows that you actually care about, care about people. Um, and so that's going to help you, um, move on in the interview process if they got multiple if the company has multiple steps to their hiring process that will help you move on because that interviewer is going to like you more if you're trying to get to know them so that really helps like in the interview process if you're if you come prepared with questions it shows that you've done your research 
you've done your homework, you um, are very interested in the job and you wanna really know what it's like to see if you can put your, yourself in the shoes of that person's role. Yeah. Yeah. And this is, that's really good, Jordan. And we talked about um, before moving on to like what to do, like in the interview, um, you talked about investing in yourself, kind of like being the best version of yourself. You know, um, we, we don't have time for that today, but me and you actually did a podcast. So if you go back, um, we did like, me and Jordan did a podcast about a month ago. Um, you know, the, the best investment that you can make is yourself. We kind of talk about what that looks like, practical steps to, to, you know, to be better, to invest in yourself and how to like really apply that in your life. Um, but this one's for free too, is like, yo, like say like I'm getting interviewed by Jordan. I'm going to try to find, if I know Jordan's the head of the company and I'm going to try to apply for that job there, I'm probably going to look up Jordan on Instagram and see what he likes. And then I'm going to act like I don't know anything, but I'm probably going to write down some questions like, Hey, do you like traveling? Do you like, you know, and he's, not, I mean, you're not going to know, but that doesn't matter. But like, I think what stood out to me that you said is like, they're going to remember that you can, you can impress them. Like they're going to remember about the tangible like questions about you, right, Jordan, because like people love talking about, you know, our life and like what we like doing. So I think that's kind of, that's kind of huge. So I mean, yeah, just if they're on social media, like find some things and like pick out and ask them some questions and know all what they like and you know different hobbies, stuff like that. Um, but that goes into the interview, like the nerve wracking part, I think for most people, um, you know, how should they dress? What type of, sh I mean, I mean, should they be confident, but at the same time, they don't want to be cocky. So how do you balance that out? You know, because I mean, you could probably interview people that are pretty shy, intimidated. And then also like you probably interview some people that are kind of when they walk in the room, like, yeah, I definitely got the job, you know. So it's like you don't really want to you kind of want to be in the middle. And then like, man, how should you dress stuff like that for the interview? Yeah, good question. So my mantra and I'm I I am a um I don't know. I really like to dress, dress nice. So for me, I always like to err on the side of overdressing than underdressing. Um, I remember we've had some people show up to interviews in um, like khakis, a t-shirt and like loafers. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, man, like this is a, this is a professional environment. This is a white collar job. Like you can't, this is not a good look. And so yeah. it really influenced our decision. And and hiring the person while he did, he did okay during the interview, um, you know, how that person dressed and how he presented himself uh, influenced our decision on whether or not we should hire that person. So um, dressing matters, like the, the clothes that you wear that you put on um, is a reflection of not only like who you think you are, like who you, who you think you are, but also as a reflection of like how you're going to be in that work environment. So um, obviously like if you're interviewing to, um, if you're in high school and you're interviewing to go to a, or to be a worker at like a fast food restaurant, or if you're um, interviewing to uh, land a job at a landscaping company, you're not going to wear a suit uh, with a tie to something like that. So you need to know kind of your audience. You need to know, you know, what, uh, uh, what would be appropriate and what would be, you know, what would look professional in that particular industry. Mm -hmm. Um, but, you know, make sure that you're, uh, you present yourself well and always err on the side of, of overdressing than underdressing would be my, um, my advice to somebody as they're going into the interview. Uh, but as you're, as, as you're in the interview, um, I, I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but, uh, the, the company or the person is not only interviewing you, but you are interviewing the company. 
the last thing that you want to do is um, end up going uh, going through the interview process. You end up landing landing the job. You start, um, and within three weeks, you're like, "Oh my gosh, I hate this company. The culture <laughs> here is terrible. Um, I don't like anybody that I work with. This role was not what I was expecting," and you end up quitting in three weeks. What that does for you is it gives you a, a terrible. Um, uh, viewpoint of that company, it, it hurts the, the company as well because they uh, lose out on money, resources, and time that they spent investing into you. Uh, so it's it's bad for them. Um, and it sets you back as well. It sets you back in, in your pursuit of, of your career or your you know, what you want to try and accomplish. So it's better to um, ask the questions and um, interview the company in the interview process, uh, rather than um, kind of what you were talking about earlier, like being scared of asking questions because you don't want to come across like um, too inquisitive or or overbearing with uh, with your questions. It's better to have more questions uh, to try and understand what the job would be like than not to have any at all. So, yeah. um, so it's really important to do that. And um, as you do that, like one thing that I've noticed uh, in interviews a lot is um, confidence over cockiness is definitely uh, noticed as an employer. Um, there, we've interviewed some people that really think that their crap doesn't stink. I mean, they are <laughs> like way too cool for school. They've got all of these other interviews that are coming down the pipeline. They, they're so wanted and desired by everybody. Um, and about their high school football accomplishments. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I mean, and like, nobody likes that person. Like nobody really wants to hire that person. Are they, would they be good in sales? Maybe, but every single one of their uh, coworkers is going to hate them. Mm-hmm. They're going to be a, a drain on culture. They're going to affect the company in a negative way. While they might make the company some money, they're probably going to lose out on money because, um, again, it's affecting the people around that particular person. So yeah. you want to be confident about who you are. Um, one thing that I really struggle in uh, is if somebody asks me, like, uh, what's something you've accomplished that you're you're the most proud of? Um I struggle with kind of bragging on myself. Yeah, me so too. It's it's like, how do you do that? How do you? Yeah. yeah. So it's it's important to talk about your accomplishments, but talk about it in a way that's that's humble. Um, like I, like if um, so, I was I was a, a two time All American in college um, in baseball. If I wanted to bring that up, I'm not going to say, "Yeah, I was the best player on my team. I um, led our team in in, in hitting." Um, and, uh, you know, I should have gotten drafted, but, uh, but obviously, you know, I guess that, that didn't happen, but I was, um, I was absolutely the best player on our team. Mm. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to, I don't want to say something like that. Cause that comes across extremely cocky and like, I'm very full of myself, Yeah. but instead if I say, yeah, I was, um, I was actually a, a two-time All-American in college and, um, I was, uh, considered a captain on our team and. Um, you know, I absolutely, one of my favorite things about college was, uh, being able to connect with my teammates. Um, and some of my best memories were, um, on our, our bus trips that we would take, uh, on long, long road trips. Um, and you know, I was, it was such a pleasure being able to, to be with my, uh, be with my teammates and help lead them not only, um, off the field, you know, on those bus trips and, and being a captain, but also on the field, being able to have some of those accomplishments was really important for me. Yeah. 
something like that. Like that, that shows that you're, you're humble, that you care about people. Um, but also that like, like you were, you were good or that you were, mm-hmm. um, you've accomplished, you've accomplished things in your past. So, yeah. uh, being able to, to kind of walk that tightrope or have that balance of, you know, I'm confident and I know I, I can tell you about the things that I've accomplished, but yet I'm not full of myself. And I don't think that my craft doesn't stink. Does yeah. that make sense? Oh yeah. That gives those two uh, examples gave me totally different vibes, you know, coming from someone and mm-hmm. you really didn't say any, it, like the content wasn't necessarily different. It was just how you worded that content. It does make a huge difference. in like, you know, mm-hmm. saying something, which I think will just impress someone interviewing. It's like, Hey, I don't, culture is important. You definitely know that, especially at, you know, at Apollo, it's like culture is you can have the best salesperson, but like, if they don't, you know, help the culture out, then you're not going to mm-hmm. grow as much, you know? And so it's like, how can you, how can you be a great person for the, for the team? And something that I liked is like mm-hmm. three weeks down the line, you forget to ask certain questions and like, now you don't like the company. Well, in some ways that's kind of your fault um, because yeah. you weren't expecting. So like, I'm thinking if, if I'm applying for that job at Apollo, it's like, is it okay to say, Hey, what is in it? Like, how would you say what's in it for me without like saying like, or maybe like, what should I be expecting, you know, to get in this job or what should I be like, you know, aware of, because I don't want to feel like I'm just trying to shy out, but I just, at the same time, I want to, you know, communicate with you like, Hey, I want to make sure that me and you are a good fit. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a really good question. Um, and I've been kind of talking about the interview process without really even giving too much credibility. So uh, let me like kind of pause for a second and then I'll, I'll ask your, or I'll answer your question. Um, but our, with our company, Apollo insurance group, we're a health and life insurance brokerage. Um, I basically started and developed our recruiting process. So when it comes to interviews, the questions that are asked in the interviews, um, where we get our, our candidates from, um, I helped develop all of that stuff. And so now we have a team, um, that is implementing us stuff that is like just, basically uh, taken off with it and they've made some amazing changes and we've we've really ramped up our recruiting a lot um, mm-hmm. thanks to uh, thanks to our recruiting team so um, when it comes to these types of things um, you know I've interviewed I've had a ton of interviews I've asked all kinds of crazy questions I've seen I've seen basic I've seen it all basically so when it comes to um, this type of stuff uh, the things that that we really tried to do at Apollo um, during our interview process is we wanted to be as comfortable for the other person as, as possible. We yeah. basically just have a conversation with the person. So our interview process is very different than uh, most employers that are out there. Uh, other employers will have, excuse me, they'll have like board members uh, sit up at a table and we'll have four or five different people just grilling the interviewee with questions. That's not what we do at all. We try and uh, basically just have fun with, with the interview process. So um, I think that's, that's an indicator for somebody that's interviewing of what that culture is going to be like, um, how they're going to be treating their employees, what, um, what they can expect uh, kind of like non-verbally as mm. far as like how the interview is set up and how, how it goes about. And so shameless plug here, Apollo is currently hiring for um, our Kansas city office as well as for our Chicago office. So 
if anybody is listening to this podcast is looking for a job, uh, I know a lot of companies have kind of slowed down because of the pandemic and and whatnot. But we're uh, we're ramping up. Uh, we're one of the fastest growing company in the country. We would love to get you in the interview process. So if you are looking to land a, a sales job in Chicago or Kansas City, uh, feel free to find me on Instagram. Shoot me a direct message, and I'd love to to get you in an interview process. But yeah. Uh, remind me of your question again now, now, Christian, now that I've kind of given some, some credibility. No, no, that's, that's really good. I think you kind of answered that, like, as far as like discussion, um, as far as like, how do we work best with each other? You know, like how, how yeah. do I get the best, you know, benefits, but also same time, how do you get the best benefits? Cause I think mm-hmm. everyone wins when everyone wins. So it's just kind of like, that's the main goal. Cause you want, you want to know, like, the person working for you is thriving because that means your company is going to be thriving. And that person wants to know that you're thriving because that means they're going to be thriving. So it's just kind of like, kind of like, you know, I think it's good to have that discussion. Just like, Hey, just be authentic. And honestly, just, it's not, it's okay not to be a robot, you know, in an interview. I think sometimes people, at least sometimes when I thought when I was younger, going to like a Chick-fil-A interview, I was like, okay, my mom was like, Hey, five questions to ask. But I thought that, but my mom, she hired, she interviews a lot of people. She said, Christian, just have like maybe three, four things, main points that are like really important, but then just act like it's a normal conversation with your friend, you know, because that mm-hmm. takes out the elephant in the room. It makes less like it shows that you can communicate well, that you can be friendly. And so I just mm-hmm. thought that was kind of really good. Um, but like moving on to that, what do you do after the interview, man? So like, let's say maybe we'll take, so say you got the job, you got the thing, you you got like, maybe it's a dream job, maybe not, but you know, this is, you, you got it. What is the next step after, you know, the interview? Um, something that really goes a long way for us and our, and our team um, before even an offer is, is given or anything is a follow-up, like thank you email, um, a thank you email, or even like a thank you card. Um, if you write it and send it like right away, um, that go again, that kind of goes a long way, gives a lot of um, uh, credit to the interviewee. And it shows that that person really wants the job or really wants to move forward in the job. So that's something that um, goes a long way. Uh, the other thing, something that we do is we, uh, we send an offer letter. So once an offer is made uh, to the uh, candidate, we send a offer letter for them to, to go over. It kind of basically lays out what the role is that they'd be doing, um, when their start date is, uh, what the commission structure is like, et cetera. Um, they sign the offer letter and then they send it back. Um, what, we're, what we find a lot of times is people are really good at verbally um, accepting a position, but once they have to sign their name on the dotted line, mm-hmm. uh, it, it gets a it little bit more serious. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it gets it, it makes it real. So, um, I would, uh, challenge, or I would, I would definitely offer if you, um, say something like if you, if you commit to something, stick to it. Um, really don't just like say yes or accept something if you're not for sure. Mm. And if, if you lose out on the opportunity because they have a deadline of, let's say it's, it's uh, this Friday, they've got a deadline. Hey, you know, we've done this interview. We've extended the offer to you. We'd really like a decision by Friday. If Friday comes around and you still don't know if you want the job, like deep down in your heart, um, it's probably not the right fit. Yeah. You probably shouldn't accept it anyways. So don't just say yes to the job um, because the company's is a, you know, putting pressure on you to, um, to accept the job. I mean, 
uh, like, I'm not going to lie. Like we do that. You know, we, we have deadlines, we give people, um, you know, deadlines to, uh, to give us an offer. And the reason why we do that as a business is because we can't just keep an offer out on the table forever. I mean, yeah. we're, we're interviewing, you know, you gotta, hundreds and hundreds yeah. and thousands of people. So you got a company to run <laughs> that, that. That's a really good yeah. question. How do you exit the interview too? Like, so say, is it okay to say, Hey, um, I'm, I'm thinking about it or, I mean, what's a good thing? Cause like, what's a good, <laughs> what's a good exit uh, statement to say, yeah. if, like, if you're not too for sure and you really do have to process it. Yeah, that, and that, that kind of depends on uh, the company and the interview process. Something that we always do in our interview process is um, at, the, at the end of the interview, we always ask for feedback, basically. Uh, we say, hey, on a scale from one to 10, like, what do you think about this opportunity? One being, I can't wait for this interview to be over. I'm sorry, but this is not going to be a good fit. Like I'm, I've, I've been trying to get out of here for like the last 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, and, and 10 being, man, I would drop everything right now and accept this job if you offered it to me. And so, you know, if they land anywhere on the spectrum, that's not a 10, you know, we just ask them, okay, so what would keep you from being a 10? Sometimes it's, I've got a, you know, talk it over with my parents or I've got to talk it over with my significant other or you know I need to uh, spend some time to really think about this or whatever it is they've got some reason as to why it's not you know they wouldn't just drop it right now and accept which is completely fine Um, so once that is has been given to them and once they've kind of explained where they're at um, then basically like we the interviewer um, is like, okay, perfect. Well, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to talk, o- talk it over as a, uh, as a team. And then we will have an answer for you by, you know, five o'clock on Thursday. Um, we'll, we'll give you a call. And so for me, uh, things that impress me, um, in their interview process is, um, they know what they know, like, or they know what they want. Excuse yeah. me. So when I ask the, okay, one to 10, you know, where do you fall as we've been going through the interview? If that person, like, if that person says a 10, um, like I, and I like them and I'm, I'm interested in them. I really want to give them the job. I would, uh, I would extend an offer Hmm. if, if, if I don't even need to think about it, if I'm the decision maker and I, I'm the person that is, um, conducting the interview and they give me a 10 and I like them, I'm going to, I'm just going to give them the, the job right then and there. And then they, they accept if they give me a 10 and they say like, I'm ready to drop everything and I'll accept right now. If they give me a 10, I offer the job and they say, okay, well, you know, when, when do I need to decide by Then I'm like, dude, you just gave me, you just gave me a 10. Why are we, you know, why are we thinking about this? Um, so things that really impress me are people that know what they want. Um, so when, when that question is asked or when we get to the tail end of the interview, um, they don't have to really think they don't need to go, talk with their parents about it. They've already talked with their parents. They've already talked to their significant other. They've already given Hmm. those people the information that they need to help them in their decision. And that, that person or those people that you go to, to get advice from, um, gave them questions to ask in the interview. And depending on how those are answered, um, allows that person to be able to make that decision. So um, those are, those are some things that impress me. Yeah. I think that even like already you know talking talking to it with your parents or a significant other or or just advice from your peers or questions to ask i think that that goes back to the prep work that we talked about in the beginning of like so when like thinking it like the overall perspective when you do like you're prepared 
when, when you get, when you get done with that interview, you kind of have a solid answer say, Hey, you don't necessarily need to process it as much process it because you've already processed it with the people that you go to. You've already had the questions. You've kind of looked around and you kind of know your go-to. And like, if I was hiring someone for my company, I'd be like, Oh, I, like you already know what you want. Like bet. Like, I don't, like, I don't want to waste any more time. Like I need someone like for a reason, like I'm hiring cause I want someone mm-hmm. to come in on Monday or w- whenever, you know? So I, I really love that. And one thing you talked about too, with like, after you get done with the interviews, like sending a thank you letter or just like an email letter or whatever, I think that's really impressive. And that goes back to a Gary, uh, Gary V example he had in a video. Um, he was interviewing like a hundred different people. And this guy he interviewed, you know, said no. Um, you know, Gary V said no to this guy. He was, wasn't a bad guy. He just said no, just not, you know, just said no, honestly, because there's other people out there. Um, well, he, he was the only one to email Gary back and say, Hey, I want to thank you so much for your time. And then Gary didn't respond back. Then he said it like a week later, he said, Hey, I, man, I just had a great time in the interview. Thank you so much. I'm learning a lot. Um, I, I thank you for the process. Um, you know, farewell Gary. Yeah. And then Gary found it, his team, they called him back and he got the job because wow. he emailed them not once, but twice and said, Hey, thank you. You know, love having this. And so I, I just thought that was like what you said is definitely incredible because because that guy said thank you. It's, it stood out to Gary. He's like, you know, I'm gonna hire this guy. Mm-hmm. So I really, really love yeah. that. Um, but so say you don't get to maybe you don't get the job. What's next? Like what's what's the next thing? What do you I mean, what should someone do if you don't get the job? Um that yeah, I love this question because um I'm a big self-reflection person Uh, i mean we've we one of the first podcasts we did we went over you know goal setting and and reflection um and so for me if i don't get a job or if i don't get to move move forward in the interview okay what went wrong what uh what did i is there something that i did in the interview process that maybe was awkward let's think back on on the interview or is there something in my resume um, that, uh, didn't really show, show something that, that should have been like for me as an, as an employer, if I'm, if I know somebody's coming out of college and they did not work in college and they're not playing a sport, um, I'm like, all right, that's, that's a red flag. Um, they're, they're probably not like, they probably don't have the work ethic it's going to take to do our job because it takes a lot of hard work to be successful in the, in the roles that we have available at Apollo, uh, to be a sales, sales, uh, uh, a salesperson. So, um, you know, as, as, uh, as they're kind of getting, doing that self-reflection process, um, looking at, at things like that, you know, is there something in my resume that, that's, that sticks out like a sore thumb? Is there something in the interview process that I said or did, or was there a question that was answered wrong? Um, I would kind of do some self-reflection if the interviewer or the employer doesn't give you a reason as to why they, uh, didn't want to hire you ask them. Sometimes you'll get an answer. Sometimes you won't. Um, if you ask, excuse me, if you ask the interviewer, maybe they emailed you and they declined to move forward in the interview process, or they declined to offer you the job. Um, they emailed you, Hey, I think we're going to go a different route. Uh, thank you for your time. Um, I would just shoot them back an email. Hey, thank you for uh, letting me know um, so that I can improve or so that I can, um, you know, find the, the right fit for me. Would you mind telling me as to why uh, you guys think that I wouldn't be a good fit? 
Um, Or was there something that I did in the interview process that um, hurt my opportunity to to get the job? Um, Getting feedback and then and then you can't take it personally, whatever they say. You cannot take it personally. You just have to take that advice or take that feedback and then look for how you can improve that in the future, how you can be better uh, in the next interview that you go to. So feedback is incredibly important for me. That's something I always ask for. I mean, I even ask my wife, you know, if we're, if we're at dinner, you know, how, how can I be, uh, be a better husband? Or is there something that I'm doing that um, I need to be better at? Or I'll even ask her like in, in my job, which she sees me do maybe like two hours a week because she, she doesn't work, you know, in our business, you know, is yeah. there, you know, how, how am I doing in my leadership? Like I'll ask for feedback all the time to, to see how I can improve. And so uh, post interview, if you don't get the job, that's a great, a great thing to, to do um, uh, to get feedback. Yeah. No, I love that getting feedback. Cause like, I think you'd all, we can always do that. I don't think we're ever at a, a certain age. Like, yeah, I don't need any, any feedback. Cause like, I think that's when you stop learning mm-hmm. and I don't want to stop learning. And, and I love that because that sets you up like positive perspective is like, yeah, you might not gotten the job, but maybe getting that feedback, working on that next resume, those questions to ask gets you that next job that might've been a better fit for you, you know, but right. what if you didn't get that feedback? What if you didn't do self-reflection and you didn't really challenge yourself in that way? Um, where you go into the next job, job over and over again. And for some reason, you just can't land the job. The next thing, maybe you're at McDonald's and I ain't bashing McDonald's, but it's like, I think you have more potential in you um, rather than just like mm-hmm. getting a job at McDonald's. So I think like having that feedback, asking those questions. Yeah, it kind of, it kind of, it's kind of hard. It sucks. Like no one likes getting declined like ever, yep. you know, rejection does yeah. suck, but don't have the regret of like, man, I could have worked harder on that. Or I could have put more effort and stuff like that. But yeah, man, it's, it's been a blast. A lot of good stuff. Hopefully you guys listening could take away some of these things, write some things down. Um, I'll let you kind of close it out, Jordan. That's kind of that's kind of your thing, my man. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Uh, we hope this episode meets you where you're at and challenges you to step into your excellence.